Hi, I'm Netta. Thanks for listening. This is just a little piece of my heart. Now, we were recently on vacation and my husband had rented this beautiful Airbnb for us on the beach. It had been newly remodeled and had a very long list of amenities. The first day we were there, wonderful time on the beach. Everyone's getting ready now so we can go out to dinner. And I reached underneath the bathroom sink, looking around for that blow dryer that was listed on the amenity list, and it wasn't there. No blow dryer in the whole place. None of the bathrooms had one. And honestly, I kind of got like a panic on the inside. For as long as I have done my own hair, I've always used a blow dryer. That is what I've always done. And I'm like, this Airbnb guy, he's he's a blow dryer liar. Like, what am I going to do? And I mean, aside from the missions trip I took in the 90s, I think I always have used a blow dryer. Like, panic stricken, what am I going to do? I went out into the master bedroom where there was an amazing ceiling fan. And the air conditioning was blasting. I seriously just bent over with my head upside down for as long as I could stand it so that air could blow some volume in my hair. Thankfully, none of my family members walked in. (laughs) But um, then I did something that a sweet girl in our, our youth ministry years ago named Lauren used to do with her hair, and she would pin it up in little sections all over her hair so it would dry kind of sticking up. And I tried that too. And you know what? It, it all worked. And I ended up looking at my hair before we went to dinner going, oh my goodness, wait a minute. The, the guy that rented the place isn't the blow dryer liar. My blow dryer is the liar. All of these years, like decades, <laughs> decades, I have assumed I needed a blow dryer. I assumed that is the only way to put a little bit of volume in a very flat head. And it was a lie. I didn't have to do that. Now, because it was so amazing, I didn't go buy a blow dryer. The whole vacation, I did it a different way. And then when we've come home, since we've been home, I haven't used the blow dryer hardly at all, which is also nice because Vermont is having the hottest summer on record. So that's lovely. I'm thankful that I found out there's another way to do things and to still get a good result. Since that trip, I've been thinking about that. What else do I do that I've always done that I just knew I had to do or it wouldn't work? And I'm looking at the way I interact with my family, my husband, my kids, the way I cook, the way I clean, the way I view those things, the way I... um, say yes to things or no to things, the way I plan my time, the way I view my planner, all of that stuff, I've really done the same things for a very, very long time. And I felt like God was going, hmm, what else are you doing that's really the hard way, that's really not working or could be working so much more efficiently? That's the beautiful thing about a relationship with God. He's our heavenly dad. He's dad. And because he knows everything, he can give us really, really practical ways to live our life. And every single time, if, if I will ask him, Lord, what, how do you want me to do this? What do you want me to do? 
he gives me practical ideas. And it might not be at that exact moment, well, thus saith the Lord, blah, blah, blah. But more like I run into an article or something pops in my head when I'm getting in the car or he speaks to me through and in really interesting situations. But always because I've learned to hear his voice by reading what he wrote every day and by talking with him and listening to him every morning. So when I ask God, what do you want me to do in the practical things of life, not just the oh so spiritual or the oh so challenging moments, but the practical moments, he gives me what I need to live my life. One of my all-time favorite scripture verses from the Bible is in a teeny book almost near the end, and there's um, several of them, but this is the second book of Peter. In the first chapter, it says, God has given us everything we need to live a godly life, and that includes the practical stuff. How do you want me to spend my time, God? Where do you want me to spend my time? How should I view this? What should I not be doing? Ask him. Read his word and ask him the practical questions and watch how he'll switch things around and you might find out you've been believing in the blow dryer liar and there's a much better way to do the things that we do. Thanks for listening. That was just a little piece of my heart.